Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, as I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Normally, this is the podcast where Jordan and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life, and we will get back to that once Jordan has left the castle, whenever that is. As you may have tweaked by now, we're identifying as the official home for those who wish to get behind Jordan and support him during his time away on primetime TV. Until he's voted out, walked or crowned, new episodes will be with you every day, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on in the castle. And that reminds me, if everyone listening to this podcast right now voted five times on the free I'm a Celebrity app, there'd be hundreds of thousands of votes for our Jordan. So don't delay. Vote, 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 vote and vote. All the information on our socials or on the I'm a Celebrity socials as to how you can vote. As you know, I'm William Hansen, usually an etiquette coach and author. I'm more breast of pheasant, whereas Jordan's more best of peasant. Now, unlike the ITV show, there isn't an opportunity to vote anyone out of this podcast. If there were, I know who'd be the first to be booted off. Hello, Ben. Hi, guys. We... Were you saying that it was? It was you saying that you'd, we'd vote off me or you first? Because it's very humble if it's you. No, no, no. I think we all know what I'm saying. I think you maybe missed the inference. Maybe we should do it on social media. Let's bit of vote on Twitter. See what happens. I'm confident. Uh, anyway, how was your evening last night? My evening last night was was good. It was a frantic day, but I settled down at nine o'clock. Put on ITV, had a gin and de bonnet, a rare bottle of de bonnet. I've, I've put it on eBay. I've made about five hundred pounds so far, <laughs> and uh, and I had a G and D, and uh, and enjoyed the program. There was a lot that went on. Yes, it was an exciting program, and also exciting on social media. It was the second Picky Tea Friday, so lovely to see. <gasps> oh, how did it go? The G and D was get involved with in that. Yeah, very well. What what was in your Picky Tea? Um, I had a city dinner where I sat at the table and had dinner. I had chicken burgers with some nice broccoli, sweet potatoes. A city dinner? A city dinner. That's that's the opposite to a piggy tea now. Oh. You sit down and you have dinner. I thought you meant as in the city London. Oh. Like, I'm so city. That's like saying that they'd have at Canary Wharf, a meal deal at Waitrose Canary Wharf. Yeah, a city dinner. Yeah, probably. No, I had a city, city down dinner. Well, to be honest with you, a city dinner doesn't sound anywhere near as exciting as a picky tea. And I've had a bit of an idea. Right. So, obviously, last night was the 
penultimate Friday of the show. The final Friday of the show is the final of the show. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Mm. Uh, so my thinking is, if all the G&Divas get together and, and vote for Jordan Enough over the next week, is that next week we supersize the Picky D Friday. Okay. So I want as many G&Divas to do it. I'll do it in a big way. But with one special guest, and much more special than the special guest we had on the podcast of the day. Kerry Katona. The new special guest is you. You're going to have a picky tea what? next Friday if Jordan is in the final of I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. Um, yes? Agree? Can you agree? Can I think about it? No, no thinking. We don't do thinking on Hell by Sex and My Boss. We just do doing. And we're going to be doing a picky tea. And because this time next week... We both live in London. London is going to be in tier two instead of lockdown. So... Two very different parts of London. If... Yeah, very different. And I'm thankful for that. But what it means is that we could go to the same Iceland and pick up as much frozen delight, brown frozen delight... I am not having frozen delight in a picky tea. I'm ruling that out now. You don't want brown frozen delight. Okay. Um... I thought you were into that kind of thing. But anyway, we'll go to Iceland, get picky tea ingredients and do one to get, well, not together or be apart, but we're going to do one as a family of Gene Divas in support to hashtag get behind Jordan. Deal. Yes, you can do one. De- you do one. Don't mess me around. <laughs> so manly. Yes, fine. Okay. Yes. If Jordan's in the final, if he's not, I'll have a city dinner. <laughs> I'll have a cry dinner. Coming up later, I'll be chatting to Radio 1's Matt Edmonds. It's quite strange seeing him in a different environment, and yet he feels so comfortable with everybody. And I think that's kind of his his big skill. I've just found it amazing watching him. I feel like I've learnt lots about him. And I just think it's nice that the rest of the world is getting to see what we see all of the time. Now, for those that are not watching, what has started to happen now in the competition is that you vote not for people who want to you want to do the trial, but you vote for people to stay. And obviously the person with the fewest votes leaves the competition. And we had our first of those last night, and Holly Arnold was voted out. She and her MBE left the castle. Oh, can you hurry up? And so, you just want to drink, I know. And so I think we should toast to Holly. It was actually quite sad to see her go and to see the camp broken up. What is... Get on with it. Let's raise... This This is for the toast, not for the... Do the discussion a bit later. Let's raise our glasses. Holly Arnold. So, Holly... What is the etiquette of that? Because I, I feel like you've chatted about that before on the podcast where if you're at a wedding or something and, and one of the people on the top table is taking too long with their toast, it's just not good etiquette. And what you've done there is a bit too long for me. I'd just like to Right. Wait. Well, thanks very much. No, you, normally with a, with a toast, uh, it is short. You can do a bit of a preamble to the toast, but, you know, you don't start going, I'll raise your glasses for our, our lovely, beautiful granddaughter, <laughs> Sheila. And all her- that no, you just to go raise your glasses, Sheila, or raise your glasses. So what did you Holly. just do then? No, because I did the preamble first, then I did the raise your glasses. So if we were standing, then we would stand at that point, and then you toast. Well, it went a bit. Lo- it went a bit long for me. Well, talking of things that go a bit long, why don't you uh, explain about how the competition works? Talking of things that go a bit long, then you hand it over to me. Oh. What a compliment. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, the hashtag Get Behind Jordan competition is, of course, 
back there'll be an instagram post on at sex with my boss and all you have to do to enter the competition is to comment on that post tagging in a mate who you think will love the d and one lucky commenter will win two premix bottles of gin and debonet and two premix cocktails of their choice and there is some choice on the bottledbartender.co.uk website um so yeah get commenting get tagging love to see it and actually that reminds me of the the gin and debonet we haven't talked about this just yet in the podcast debonet shortages it's true it's real we're living it yes Stephen. uh steven sent a photo to us you put it on our social media Waitrose website. Sorry, this product is unavailable. Oh my goodness me. First they took the toilet paper, then they took the pasta. What will those orders do next? <laughs> 2020 really has been grim. Oh, goodness me. But uh, it is true. I'm, I'm imagining some posh people, sorry, no offence, William, sat somewhere sitting in this country, just logging on onto the Waitrose website, going on to Dubonnet and thinking, oh, I quite fancy a Dubonnet over the weekend, yes, please. Unavailable. This hasn't happened for 40 years. What's going on? And little would they little would they know that it's all down to some sexting and some G and Divas. Um can we talk about the opening titles actually before we go into the nitty-gritty of last night's episode? I've finally worked out, having watched the titles for I don't know, 14 days now, what letter Jordan is in in the titles. And so for those, again, that haven't seen the titles, there are sort of helicopters that fly in holding these big glittery letters that, f- that form the programme's title. And Jordan is in the sea. <laughs> he is the biggest sea up there. And Jordan is on cleaning duty for the lavatory. And there was some um, discussion, a contretemps, uh, at, between AJ and a few others as to who had perhaps messed up the loo, causing Jordan to have to clean it, even though that is his duty anyway. And AJ pointed the finger firmly at Jordan, having done some social experiment. Yeah, weird, because the only person that should be doing social experiments around here is Tyrese, clearly. He's our man, so AJ, it's back off, please. And also, back off from moaning about Jordan. Who dare? Who is he? Who does he think he is? Blaming Jordan for that, he doesn't. He doesn't have an idea who did it. I don't care about his his little investigation. However, talking of Tyrese, Tyrese Holmes, our our own private investigator on this podcast, we have a bit of. Well, I have a little project for you, Tyrese, if you're if you're up for it. Um, Jordan sort of walked around before he went off to to clean the loo, um, citing the "If you tinkle when you sprinkle, please be sweet and wipe the seat rhyme." Now, I am sure that I taught him that in the first or second series of this podcast wow so tyrus if you if you have you know if you have a couple of days to spare uh if you happen to sort of listen and you find it please let me know you'll probably send me a clip and uh it'll be actually jordan who taught it to me and, and i'll it'll be completely the wrong way around but i'm i'm that rhyme is i there is a i can't go into why i know that rhyme and it, someone saw it at somebody i know's house and thought it was horrid uh, and I thought it was hilarious. So that's why it's ingrained on my mind. Two quick things on that. Tyrese, you don't have to do anything, by the way. Don't listen to William if you don't need to. He, he's harmless. He, he doesn't actually need you to do anything. Secondly, um, if we've done this whole podcast now for five series of you basically teaching Jordan and the Gene Divas the right way to live our lives. Obviously, Jordan's also sharing his opinion. The one thing, you're saying the one thing that he's taken from this podcast is a silly little rhyme about weeing on the sea. <laughs> That's your legacy. 
Your mother must be so proud. Then Russell Watson uh, gave a burst forth of, of opera. He sang that little sung song, Ness and Dormer, which I think Jordan probably thought was a type of caravan. <laughs> oh, you're proud of that one, aren't you? Look at your little face. Uh, yes, well... Thank you for crediting me with that because I text you that in our uh, WhatsApp group. And the next thing I know, I then open up Twitter in an ad break and uh, you'd popped it on the socials, but not not crediting me. That's how Twitter works, unfortunately. I see a funny tweet. Control C, Control V, send. And you were the latest victim of that, I'm afraid. Also, uh, terms and conditions of being a podcast is that any of your opinions are then owned by the podcast as a whole, so I can I can do with them what they will. And that's what I did. Right. Okay, great, thanks. And it got a few likes, and I mentioned near the start of this podcast that I would do anything for likes, including savaging one of my closest friends. Um, or you. <laughs> hey! Oh, he was... Oh, he's, you should have seen his face there, Jim Devers. What did... Vernon said that. He said, psych. That was what he said when he got Victoria in last night's episode. Sack. Well, Jordan Jordan sang so well, not. Uh, he then had the audacity to tell the diary room camera that he thinks he'll be on Broadway this time next year. Uh, probably doing Panto, as he did as he did actually then qualify. And a few people on uh, Twitter, Matthew and Heather on Twitter, said, oh, what happens if Jordan, I know, gets cast as Bert in Mary Poppins? Well, I think that would be the point that I stopped <laughs> going to see Mary Poppins if he replaced Dick Van Dyke's role. I, I can't see a moment where Jordan's in the West End following Dick. I think Jordan's got the pep to be Bert, actually. Bert is a very peppy, charming little fellow, and that is exactly what Jordan yes, is. Yes, but he's from the he's from London, not Lancashire. Yeah, it could be the Lancashire version. And actually, funny that you mention that. Oh, it's a jolly holiday. So I would watch that. I would enjoy that. And probably if I was watching Lancashire, I'd have a bit more leg room than I do in those theatres in London. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> anyway, I did a bit of investigating of my own, and I found a Broadway mm. in Accrington, Lancashire. So... I don't think you've got anything to worry about. Oh. I think that's what Jordan was talking about when he said he was going to be on Broadway. He was just going to go visit a town in his home county, Lancashire. Okay, Do not that's fear. fine. Um, they then did the Chambers of Horror trial. AJ and Shane were doing it, not not uh, not Jordan. Uh, they won eleven stars. They had to sort of they were buried underground. They had this box put on their head. They had all sorts of things chucked in. Uh, pretty grim. Uh, rats as well. I was completely fine uh, watching them. As disgusting as they are. Um, and they won They won venison for, for the camp. Another everyday normal food that they have in Vernon and Tess's household. But actually, of all of, of, all of the, the food that the, the campmates have been given, I think venison is actually probably the nicest. I would be completely fine with venison. Yummy. If you know what you're doing with it, even if you don't know what you're doing with it, you can't really go wrong with it. Um, so yeah, venison, good. And for the next episode of MasterChef, this time tomorrow, come back and listen again. <laughs> Goodness me, you're going off on some rants today, aren't you? Once the venison was delivered, uh, it was also announced that this would be the last meal that they all have as a 12, very much like the last supper. Uh, Jordan then said it was sort of kind of finding out this news. It was kind of like going out for a meal with your other half and then dumping them before the starters arrive. (laughs) Which is obviously very bad etiquette. Um, If anyone is thinking of dumping uh, anybody... Obviously, you can't go out for a meal at the moment anyway, but when you can go and do that, uh, at least wait until you've paid the bill. Yeah, don't want, you don't want to be there like listening to the podcast and yeah, just in the middle of getting dumped. That would be awful. 
Shane, uh, when they all they all then dwelled on on the fact that they were all potentially about to, or, you know, one of them was going to leave, maybe even more, they didn't know. Uh, Shane said, "Oh, we met as strangers, but we leave as besties." Well, well, you don't. I don't think you actually slag off your besties and then pretend to be their friend the next day, Shane. <laughs> If anything, you do a podcast with them and bitch to their faces. Preach! That's the way to do it. But actually, talking of this, actually at this, at this, <laughs> at this, at this stage, then I just want to take a moment to say how much I've enjoyed getting to know you. It has really changed my life. William, we met two weeks ago. Well, what are you doing? Help me take off the mask. Oh, bunch of love is. It all got very emotional. Uh, but you know, whatever they—they've—they've uh, they've been very close for for such a long period of time. I can see why they got they got so emotional. And then Anton Deck came in to reveal the uh, the public vote who would be leaving, and dear old Paralympian Holly Arnold was the first to go. And it was actually emotional watching them all say goodbye to her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it reminds you of of how quickly it's gone. We were sitting here two weeks ago. Mm. And we were just, I think we were recording one of the first podcasts and just so excited about Jordan going in. And now, it obviously, this signifies almost the end. And goodness gracious, the nerves when Anton Deck announced that after the next ad break, one of the celebrities was going to leave. And obviously, we've gone through this podcast journey just falling in love with Jordan, as is so many people, but... It, in that moment, I was like, God, if Jordan could could go right now, that would be it. I was very nervous watching that. And, you know, we, we cannot be complacent. So, Gene Divas, if you want Jordan to get further in this competition, do please vote for him. Remember, the I'm a Celebrity app you, is free to download. You get five free votes per day. Vote for Jordan because you vote for someone to stay in. All the information on our socials and on the I'm a Celebrity website and socials. Obviously, find a, find an opportune moment find a quiet moment, you know, quiet 15 seconds where not a lot's going on like this, a Jordan's Joke of the Week. My first wife agreed to a date after I gave her a bottle of tonic water. You could say I swept her off her feet. <laughs> now that is quite funny. <laughs> we'll be back after a few short messages. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. That's PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavour for your neighbour. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? Our guest today is someone who has the displeasure of handing over the Radio 1 airwaves to Jordan. It's none other than weekend breakfast host Matt Edmondson. Hello, Matt. Hello there. How are you? Yes, we're good, thank you. Now, how do you think Jordan is getting on in the castle so far? Well, I think if he isn't king of the castle, something's gone horribly wrong. (laughs) I think he's doing incredibly well. It's been really quite weird, and I'm sure it's been the same for you, because I know Jordan, and... Um, it's quite strange seeing him in a different environment and yet he feels so comfortable with everybody and I think that's kind of his his big skill although I don't think it's in any way planned in life it's just that you know he's he's someone you want to hang out with when he's around Um, I've just found it amazing watching him I feel like I've learned lots about him and I just think it's nice that the rest of the world is getting to see what we see all of the time Yes, absolutely. Now, when uh, you obviously worked with him at Radio 1. Can you remember meeting him for the first time and, and how he came across? Well, I know I can't remember meeting him for the first time because the first time we actually met was when he wasn't working at Radio 1. But he was just a fan of the radio hmm. and we met at a big weekend and we had our photo taken together. And then years later, I discovered uh, that it was him all along in this photo. Um, so that's the first time we met and I'm sure he was lovely. My, I'll be honest, the first awareness I had of him as a person, I used to listen to Richard Bacon's podcast and he used oh, yeah. to be the T-boy at Five Live and uh, he came across really well. And I always thought, oh, they should just stick Jordan on the radio somewhere. And then they did. Uh, so when he came to Radio 1, I don't remember the exact time we met, but I remember just thinking, oh, he's a nice guy. And also, because I'd been there a little bit longer than him, having the feeling of just wanting to like welcome him with open arms. Mm. I've I've worked at a few places before where when new people come in, people get a bit scared or it gets a bit kind of like territorial. Yep. And so I was very keen that Jordan didn't experience that. And I, I'm happy to say that Radio One's quite a nice place now. There's there's none of that going on. Well, that's good. That can only be a good thing. Um, what's been your Jordan highlight from I'm a Celebrity so far? I think watching him just conquer some of those fears early doors i mean obviously he gave us the highlight that is going to last forever with that first vomit (laughs) but i think actually that uh, either the third or fourth trial the one where he had to pull himself on the rope backwards i really felt like okay this guy has gone through an absolute hell of a lot these last few days and i i feel like that was the moment that he kind of like uh stopped being the person who's just scared and started being the Jordan that we all know and love. And so I think, certainly in terms of iconic moments, the vomit's up there. <laughs> no one's ever going to have a better intro into I'm a Celeb than that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think those moments, and just generally his ability to make friendships, particularly with, with Shane and with Bev, and actually with Vernon as well, um, I, think he's, uh, I think he's like everyone's best mate. 
Yes, yeah, exa- exactly, and that, that's what we all love about him. Um, what do you think of the beardless f- uh, incarnation of Jordan now that he's uh, shaved it off? Freaking me out. Freaking me out, William. Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know if I've ever seen Jordan, even without stubble, you know. I'm trying to think back. And I think the reason that I know I haven't is because I found it so weird to see him without a beard. I also didn't like the many stages in between the shaving. Ooh. But I've, yeah. I've, I've only ever known him with a beard. And, and I've often thought with, with uh, beard wearers that there's maybe something to hide back there, you know? Hmm. They're covering up something. A double chin. Yeah, there's none of that. I, but I don't like it. But maybe it's because I don't like change. I think I much prefer him when he's a bit more Yanis from Foles than, than how he is now. Yes, everyone always says he looks like that. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know what Yanis from Foles looks like, but presumably like Jordan. Exactly like Jordan, yeah. Almost, it's like, it's like could be related. Who's the better looking of the two? Yanis from Foles, Right, definitely. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, probably right. Now, with this podcast, Jordan obviously normally is my co-presenter on this podcast. Yes. You are a radio presenter. Have you uh-huh. ever struggled with a, with a producer who's got above their station and tried to sort of elbow their way into the mic? Oh, all the time, yeah, yeah. And you have to deal with them very rapidly, very quickly and very authoritatively. Right. And, and can you give me some tactics as to how I could do that? Uh, well, are you in charge of the faders? Because you can fade them down. That's faders? No, we've, we've, we've barely got microphones here. No. OK. Um, maybe unplug the microphone. Uh, yeah, that's, okay. that's normally quite useful. Um, I would say just uh, try... If, like, if an idea gets suggested, yep. then say, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Um, and, but maybe we could do something else. I think always just, you know, give the compliment and then suggest something entirely alternative or complain to management. I think mm. you're about as high as it goes on this podcast, aren't you? So you might have to complain to yourself. Yes, well, I, I often do. Um, now, on, back, back to Radio 1, uh, you at the moment are used to giving Jordan the, uh, the airwaves once you have finished your show with yes. Molly. Has that ever gone wrong? Has it gone wrong? No, we've, um, we did get into trouble recently because we were trying to... Uh, we, we have to do a thing called handing network over, which basically means that we're in control of the, the radio. We've, our studio's got control, and then we give control over to Jordan's studio so that he can then do his show. Um, and Jordan and I had both agreed that we, we could do it earlier than the, than the sort of prescribed time, um, that we could do it during the news rather than after the news. And we were both very gung-ho about it and quite excited that we'd figured out this workaround. Um, but we we were then told in no uncertain terms that that would not be happening and it caused quite a lot of tension. Okay. Um, but no, we'd not had any massive, any massive problems handing over to him. Uh, generally, it's quite slick. What has been weird is that in pandemic, we've not gotten to see him. So normally he'd pop in for a little chat beforehand and we'd have a sort of off-air catch-up and, you know, see what each other had been up to. Uh, but obviously, because none of us have been in, or, or if we have, we've not been allowed in the same room, mm. that's sort of gone away. So I'm, I'm missing a kind of, like, weekly catch-up with him. Yes, yes. Well, we've all got lots to talk to him about um, uh, when, he, when he's out. And um, we heard a few nights ago, and I know you're, this is Radio 1 Folklore, so I know you're aware of this, Jordan's story about young blood and Hall Z. Awful, uh, couple, yeah. yeah. Do you have a, a funny or similar story about Jordan that, that sticks? And we all seem to have. I mean, I've got about 412, but we've also got a go-to Jordan anecdote. Yeah, I mean, I remember a big weekend with Jordan where he, um, he, he didn't want to... It was something about a car. He either didn't want to get in a car because he didn't want to pay for the car. Yeah, sounds right. Or 
and he was he was he was insistent that he was going to walk. But as I remember, his brother was there, and his brother has a disability. I think yes, he's got one leg. That's got one leg. Yes. Yeah. So and Jordan was very adamant that like they were going to walk it, and everyone was like, "Well, we're all going to get in a car." And he was like, "No, no, no, we're going to walk to this pub." Which is, you know, fine for him to make that decision. But I think his brother would have quite liked to come in the car. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I remember that quite strongly. Um, and just generally uh, sort of hanging out with him at big weekends. Like he's a good one to get on the coach with when we all have to go to and from site. Because it is like back of the bus school trip. Um, Jordan comes out. It does feel like one of the naughty kids at the back. Yes, he is the sort of person to sing on coach trips. That's how I would describe Jordan. Yes, yes. Although that, the um, nothing's going to beat that young blood Halsey moment. I, I remember hearing word of it happening and thinking, ah, "It can't be that bad." And then listening to it and going, <laughs> "Oh no, it really was that bad." It's quite. I, I, it's it's a very easy thing to understand. And if I'm sure you've spoken about it before, but if you, if you've just heard about it for the first time, it's uh, young blood used to date Halsey. Jordan interviewing young blood was told beforehand. Don't mention Halsey uh, introduces, re- references Youngblood as Halsey. Absolute nightmare. Did, did, but Mr Blood, having watched it, he did sort of cope quite well. He was quite nice and sort of generous to Jordan. I think he found the funny side. I think he did. And I think he understood that it was utterly mortifying for Jordan. But also at that point, there wasn't much, I think, that could be done about it. The, thing, the one thing he was meant to have not said was then said. Um... And it's going to go down in radio history. Um, as we approach the, the the final few days of the programme, what do you think Jordan needs to do or carry on doing to win? I don't think y- you can calculate something like that. I think the beauty of a show like this is that you can very quickly work out who is playing a game and uh, who is legit and who is being themselves. And I think that... The fact that he's he's literally being, I don't think he can be anything else um, other than what he is. And I think there's something incredibly endearing and likeable about the fact that he's really happy to make mistakes or ask questions or get things wrong. Like the, the shit take mushroom thing <laughs> was fantastic. And I think a lot of people might have said that and then gone, oh God, I'm gonna be an idiot. I think the fact that Jordan's like, I didn't know it, it's fine, I've learned, it's funny. That sort of lovability is what's going to push him to the end. Also, he's been through a hell of a lot. And so I really hope that the British public, having made him do all those trials, are going to reward him with, you know, some sort of crown at the end of this. Matt, thank you so much indeed for joining us. Now, a few days ago, we had two absolute lads on the show, Woody and Kleiny. Continuing that theme, tomorrow I'll be joined by the biggest lad in show business, the former king of the jungle, Christopher Biggins. <laughs> and at this point, I'd like to say, Ben, well done. We did a very good job there because Gene Divas will let you into a behind the scenes secret. We recorded that episode initially and I had somehow not pressed record. Wow. So we did an entire episode. And now we've had to do it again. Double trouble. Uh, anyway, we will be with you tomorrow with Christopher Biggins. Please use the hashtag GetBehindJordan to show your support on social media. Send it to @sextedbyboss on Twitter or Instagram. Vote for him, obviously. Uh, and remember, from now until Jordan's final day in the castle, whenever that is, we're relying on you to get behind Jordan. And please vote. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, 
Bye, guys. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>